Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hello, friends. We are, okay, we're one day late, I'll admit it, but we're here for our Friday Faith Follow-Up during the week of Thanksgiving. And we have not really had a, a normal episode this week because of the holiday and uh, well, my life has been a little crazy this week with the holiday and traveling and all of that. Um, and that's why I'm a day late for our Friday Faith Follow-Up. But I did want to hop on to um, just to give a little encouragement, not just about a practical idea for for dwelling in gratitude during the holiday season and how that can impact your relationships. I shared that in a short bonus episode on Tuesday. What I want to do today is give an encouragement from God's word, from the word of scripture. And um, I actually, you know, had a few different verses in mind to talk about because there's so many about Thanksgiving and gratitude in the Bible. But just the other night, um, earlier this week, I was reading through Luke chapter 7, and I was really struck by this section. It starts in verse 36. Um, the little title that they give it is Jesus anointed by a sinful woman. And I was just really struck by this passage of scripture and the parable that Jesus tells within it and the connection to what gratitude looks like in my life, in my heart, not just at the holidays, but all year long. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is just a quick look at this scripture and what it means for us and gratitude in our lives, what that means and how it changes us. So these verses, like I said, it's from Luke chapter seven, starting in verse 36. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's this um, scene where Jesus has been invited to dinner with one of the Pharisees and a woman in town who everyone knows is a sinner comes to the home and she's weeping over his feet, wetting his feet with her tears, wiping them with her hair. She's pouring perfume on his feet. And the Pharisee says to himself, so not to Jesus, but he says to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would know who's touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she's a sinner. Obviously, <laughs> he's really saying, if you knew what was going on, and you should, if you're the prophet that you say you are, then you would not be letting this woman touch you. And Jesus, of course, knows what's in his heart. And so he tells the Pharisee a parable. And he talks about two people who owed money to a certain money lender. One was a large amount and the other was a small amount, but neither one could pay it. And so the money lender forgave both of the debts. And then Jesus asks the Pharisee, which one of these people is going to love the moneylender more? And the Pharisee answers correctly. He says, the one who had a bigger debt forgiven, that is the one who's going to love more. And Jesus tells him that is exactly what's happening right now in his own house, that the Pharisee is not showing a great amount of love for Jesus. Um, he did not put oil on Jesus's head. He did not kiss him or clean his feet. But the woman 
who knew that she was a sinner, who knew that she needed a savior, she was washing his feet with her tears and pouring perfume on his feet, and she was showing great love. And Jesus closes out this section of his life, this, this I'm sure, small moment in his life, uh, but big moment if it's written down in the Gospels. He closes it out um, saying here in verse 47, Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little loves little. And he goes on then to tell her that her sins are forgiven. And all the guests start saying, you know, who is this that can even forgive sins? Um, that's not necessarily the part we're going to talk about today. Although clearly that's the big, the big clincher of this whole story that Jesus can forgive sins. I mean, who is he? He is the savior. He is the redeemer. He is God. He can forgive our sins. But when I think about this passage and I think about what it means for gratitude in my life, in my relationships, in my day to day, I was really struck by the disconnect sometimes between what I say I believe, that I believe I'm a sinner, that I believe Jesus died to forgive my sins and wash me clean. I believe that I have new life in Christ. But do I actually live like that on a day-to-day basis? Do I love other people in a way that they can see that I love much because I know I have been forgiven much? I was really challenged by this, (laughs) these thoughts this past week. And as we think about Thanksgiving and the holiday, um, really probably the whole holiday season, not just Thanksgiving, but Advent and Christmas and New Year's. And, you know, this is a time of year when a lot of us are thinking about what are we thankful for? Hopefully we're spending time with people that we love. And, and gratitude is a common thing for us to focus on during this season. But at the same time, it's maybe equally common, maybe even more common to also focus on that Christmas wish list. What do I want? What am I going to buy people? What are they going to buy me? Am I going to wrap my presents? All the things that I want to do and have done and, and purchase, and am I going to get a good deal on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever it is? Yes, there's focus on gratitude and the people we love, but there's also a huge focus that really is not at all about loving people, but is about loving stuff, loving our money because we got a good deal. Um, We love our kids by buying them presents and we love our husband and our friends and our family by buying them presents. But is the focus there more on building the relationship or giving them the right stuff, the stuff that will make them happy, let alone the things that we want for ourselves and what are we hoping is going to be wrapped up and put under the tree and I know that Advent is a season on the church calendar that is is really not heavily focused on in a lot of churches, at least here in America. Um, maybe that's certain denominations or just individual churches. But you hear a lot more talk about Christmas than you hear about Advent, generally speaking. And we will be speaking this upcoming week about Advent, about how to disciple your kids and share the gospel with your kids and get them excited about the birth of Jesus, their Savior, the one who can forgive their sins, 
more so than Santa and trees and hot chocolate and Christmas lights and, you know, presents and all this stuff. We're going to talk about that this upcoming week. What I want to encourage all of us by today and challenge us with today is to, is to wrestle with and maybe confess and maybe turn to the Lord and pray through this, but to wrestle with that gap between what we say we believe and hopefully genuinely do believe and what we actually live out. Am I more like the Pharisee who invites Jesus into my home and we're having a grand old time, but I'm not washing his feet and I'm not kissing his face and I'm not anointing his head with oil. Of course, those are some cultural things that were a way to show hospitality to your guest. Or am I like the woman in this story who basically chases him down, who goes into a situation that she knows she's not going to be welcomed or accepted by the owner of the house, the Pharisee, but she's so desperate to be with Jesus and to show Jesus how important he is to her that she goes anyway and she seeks him out and she cries over his feet and she wipes his feet with her hair and he pours perfume. She pours perfume over his feet. I mean, she is just pouring out love because she knows how much he has loved her and has done for her. There is, I think for all of us, at least at different seasons of life, there is a gap between what we believe and how we live, how we love. I've been challenged by that this week. And so I wanted to hop online into this small little podcast world and offer that same encouragement and challenge to you. Jesus has forgiven our sins. He has come to bring redemption and forgiveness and fullness of life. And we should not only love him in the most incredible way possible for who he is and what he's done, but we should love each other out of the overflow of that love. So that's all I wanted to share today, my friends. We will be back next week with more of a typical episode, and it should be on time, (laughs) not a day late. Um, But you know, life gets a little crazy sometimes. But until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.